Hey, yo, what's up? It's your boy, sir, of the 2020 Podcast, LLC. Please say the LLC. And before you listen to this episode, I just got to let you know, I need you to stop what you're doing. Go to blkrenaissance.com, and I need you to shop for the culture. That's right. Anytime you use the promo code LLC20 at Black Renaissance Clothing's website, you will get 20% off your order. Off rip. No questions asked. So do me a favor and do it for the culture. Peace. Hey, this is KJ, and I have a question for you. When was the last time you got something nice for yourself? (laughs) That's what I thought. So why not visit www.theblurredsyndicate.com and get something that will help you express who you really are. They've got shirts, mugs, purses, mouse pads, and even aprons for the grillers of the family. So if you're a fan of anime, pro wrestling, or hell, even the Golden Girls, the Blurred Syndicate has got you covered. Also, if you use the code LLC20 at checkout, you'll get 20% off your order. So what are you waiting on? I got mine. Come get yours. And remember to join the BS. Hi, guys. It's Mr. I'm Just Being Honest, host of the Truth Serum Podcast, podcast for the people. You can find me on Spotify, Anchor, and Buzzsprout. More networks coming soon. Happy listening. The self-destruct sequence has been activated. Repeat, the self-destruct sequence has been activated. This sequence may not be aborted. All employees proceed to the emergency car at the bottom platform. Okay, we lit it just like a fuse, so no need to pick and choose. Welcome to 2020, where we do more than interviews. The hottest be coming through, jumping knowledge on all that you get. A pick up the front of you with the truth that they offer you. Yeah, hands up, we doing it for the culture. To give artists and businesses more exposure. Keep it real and stay silent just like a boulder. It's about to go all the way down, can get no lower. Chasing my dreams, know that they get no slower. But if I stay running, I promise they getting closer. Moreover, success, my older. And if you're sleeping on me, I'm waking them up like folders. I told you, coming from the land with the tide roll, where we'll be on the whole different vibe though we like to ride slow and keep our windows tinted so you really can see us like stevie wonder waking up with his eyes closed yeah got the kind of flow that rock the boat on my 16s of pounds of dough and if you figure you can hang with me on the mic then grab some rope matter of fact better grab some hope while you at it we keep it live it's time to tune in turn up the sound on what you're using it goes so hard i think it's bruising the show is 2020 no need to zoom in yeah Ooh, boy well if you tune into this I just want to give a disclaimer. We'll be discussing some very disturbing details in regards to Janelle Grant's uh, civil action against the WWE and Vince McMahon and Johnny Laurinaitis. Uh, So just to bring you up to speed before I read this public record to y'all, which is 67 pages, but we'll be jumping from here to there. But um, Vince... uh, Allegedly, um, was coercing Miss Janelle Grant and grooming her as kind of like a liaison um, sex doll for the WWE. And man, it's some damning shit in this thing. So let's just let's just get right to it, man. Y'all here for the for the shit? I'm I'm gonna go over it. So first things first, and again, I'm looking at this. Uh, the civil action number is three. 24-CV-90 
This is public record, so I'm not making this up. This is this is actual court documents. It's public, so you can go and find it yourself. All right. Plaintiff Janelle Grant by and through her undersigned counsel hereby files this complaint against the defendants, the World Wrestling Entertainment Inc., known as uh, World Wrestling Entertainment LLC, WWE, or the company from here forward, Vincent McMahon, McMahon and John Laurinaitis. Laurinaitis. Now, Laurinaitis has been like the uh the hiring and firing guy so yeah let's just go ahead and get into it uh introduction plaintiff janelle grant is a former employee of wwe who was a victim of physical and emotional abuse sexual assault and trafficking at wwe miss grant is filing this lawsuit not just to address her own suffering but also to act for those who are afraid to speak out two wwe's billionaire founder and executive chairman defended vincent k mcmahon lived in a penthouse duplex in Mrs. Grant's apartment building. Let me repeat that. Vincent K. McMahon lived in a penthouse duplex in Miss Grant's apartment building. The two met in 2019 when Miss Grant was dealing with profound grief and struggling financially. After devoting years to around-the-clock caregiving, her parents passed away. On top of that, she was unemployed and her family home was lost in her parents' bankruptcy. After her family passed away, Ms. Grant dedicated herself to finding gainful employment. Neighbors in her building provided career advice and sought her assistance with personal events. Ms. Grant used those non-paying roles and volunteer work in community initiatives to build a resume. The building's resident manager wanted to help. She messaged McMahon to ask whether if he would help her, sharing that Ms. Grant had been through some hardship and would do great things if given a fresh start. McMahon enthusiastically responded, hell yes. Hmm. McMahon befriended Miss Grant, giving her hopes of a new life and promises of a yet-to-be-determined role in WWE, and showering her with attention and assurances, along with gifts like a VIP experience at WrestleMania. But what seemed like a dream in the spring of 2019 quickly became a nightmare. As McMahon dangled career-making and life-changing promises in front of Miss Grant, he demonstrated an increasing lack of boundaries. During several meetings that were ostensibly about a potential job in WWE, he greeted her in his underwear, touched her, and repeatedly asked for hugs and spent hours sharing intimate details about his personal life. McMahon warned Miss Grant to keep her closeness secret, lest rumors lead to public trouble, and added that while he protects loyal people, he had world-class legal resources on speed dial to deal with people who became a problem. That's a threat. As such, when McMahon pushed Miss Grant for a physical relationship in return for the long-promised employment in WWE, she felt trapped in an impossible situation, submitting to McMahon's sexual demands or facing ruin. Miss Grant feared that she had everything to lose and faced negative consequences no matter what happened. After succumbing to pressure for a physical relationship, Ms. Grant was slotted into an entry-level position as an administrative coordinator, a position McMahon created for her in the WWE's legal department. An administrator coordinator? So you an admin coordinator? That don't even make sense. Ms. Grant began work in that role in June 17, 2019. Ms. Grant remained in that role with the exception of temporarily relocation to XFL, the Extreme Football League, until McMahon verbally directed her to transfer to Talent Relations Department, reporting to defendant Johnny Laronitis. Mm, and that happened on March 9, 2021. 
two years later. During a conversation that same day, McMahon explained to her that explained to her presence in the legal department was effectively delaying efforts to hire a new general counsel for the company. McMahon and Laura Knight informed Ms. Grant that she would be promoted to Vice President of Operations and Talent Relations Department, providing her with an organization chart reflecting this decision. Shortly thereafter, they informed her that they needed her to begin at a lower level as a director, but promised her promotion to Vice President after a 12-month period. So they told her that she could be a Vice President, but told her, nah, you got to start as a director and we'll get you in a year. Mm-hmm. Despite Ms. Grant's expressions of unhappiness and attempts to end sexual relationship, and while she came to understand McMahon expected the physical relationship to continue as part of her employment, she had no idea how sordid it would become, nor how the psychological torture and physical violence would leave her feeling helpless, isolated, and trapped. In March of 2020, McMahon began sharing sexually explicit photos and videos of Ms. Grant's, including pornographic content he recorded, with other men both inside and outside the company, including with members of the television production tech team, executives, producers, and a world-famous athlete and former UFC champion. Oh my God, they talking about Brock Lesnar, with whom WWE was actively trying to sign a new contract and ultimately did sign that contract. Given McMahon's omnipotent position at WWE coercion was inherent in the increasingly depraved sexual demands. Specifically, while McMahon was CEO of WWE and Ms. Grant was employed at entry-level coordinator in the legal department, McMahon recruited individuals to have sexual relations with Ms. Grant and or with the two of them. Directed Ms. Grant to visit John Laurinaitis, defendant Laurinaitis, uh, prior to the start of workdays for sexual encounters, and expected and directed Ms. Grant to engage in sexual activity at the WWE headquarters, even during work hours. All this time, McMahon ordered Ms. Grant to keep their relationship secret, unless otherwise instructed, including lying to maintain whatever stories he fabricated. I gotta take a sip of water, because this, we're, we're just on page four, my nigga. <laughs> McMahon's assurance that Ms. Grant was safe and independent rang hollow in the light of the efforts to isolate her from friends and attempts to chip away at her identity until it was replaced with his desired role for his bitch, his fantasy, or his porn star. These words are in quotes right away. While occasionally intermixing softer descriptions like girlfriend, baby, even love when convenient, he exercised complete ownership and control over both her personal and professional lives. McMahon subjected Ms. Grant to extreme cruelty and degradation that caused Ms. Grant to disassociate or become numb to reality in order to survive the horrific encounters. As one example of McMahon's extreme depravity, on May 9, 2020, he defecated on Ms. Grant during a threesome and then commanded her to continue pleasuring his friend with feces in her hair running down her back while McMahon went to the bathroom to shower off. Upon his return to the bedroom, McMahon and his friend actively resumed the threesome, which lasted over an hour and a half while Miss Grant remained covered in McMahon's filth. While McMahon's friend left, McMahon ordered her to stay and continue sexually gratifying him. 
In June 2021, McMahon, the defeated Laurinaitis, sexually assaulted Ms. Uh, Grant inside Laurinaitis' office in WWE headquarters while colleagues were busy at their desks. Behind a locked door, the two men cornered her and pulled her between them, forcibly touched her before ultimately pulling her on top of a table between them. She begged them to stop, but they forced themselves on her and taking turns restraining her for the other while saying, no means yes, take it, bitch. Jesus Christ. Unsurprisingly, others at WWE knew what was going on, but instead of intervening to protect Ms. Grant, WWE actively sought to conceal the wrongdoing. In January 2022, McMahon told Ms. Grant that his wife had found out about their relationship. Purportedly to avoid divorce, negativity, negative publicity, and other repercussions, McMahon said Ms. Grant's time at WWE was at an end, but he wanted her to sign an NDA to ensure her silence on, among other things, his personal misconduct. Jesus. In the days ahead, McMahon put Ms. Grant under immense pressure to sign, saying that refusing would not only jeopardize McMahon, his family, and the company, but she'd surely become a public headline, suffer uh, reputational ruin, including from the pornographic content that McMahon had, and face McMahon's legal resources. Legal resources. Lord, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm getting tongue-tied. Conversely, McMahon reassured her that her signature would ensure his continued support and protection and safeguard her reputation. Ultimately, Ms. Grant succumbed to the pressure and signed the NDA in exchange for payments, which McMahon later stopped making. God damn. Even after pushing Ms. Grant out the company and muzzling her with an NDA, McMahon continued his efforts to exploit her, including attempting to traffic her to a WWE star who would be in New York for a live event. He tried to put her off on somebody? Understandably, defendant's predatory conduct had left Ms. Grant crippled, both physically and mentally, including from debilitating symptoms of PTSD and suicide ideation. These symptoms led to her termination from a subsequent, subsequent job running her building's operations due to her inability to leave home for weeks at a time. Despite McMahon's promise of a reputational protection, WWE appears to have leaked information that led to the public disclosure of her name by a media blogger who cited a source in WWE with direct knowledge of the situation, which upon information and belief was an overt intimidation tactic aimed at Ms. Grant. WWE had attempted to sweep the matter under a rug following media reports that McMahon was involved in hush money payment scandal. WWE released a statement in June 2022, you know, remember uh, a couple years ago, to announce that the special committee of a board of directors was investigating alleged misconduct and appointing Stephanie McMahon as interim CEO and interim chairwoman. Now, y'all remember after this shit was over with, she left the company altogether. I think Stephanie found something out. Allegedly. In this capacity, Ms. McMahon publicly affirmed her commitment to doing everything in her power to help the special committee complete its work and implement its findings. She also declared the importance of a safe and collaborative workplace. Notwithstanding the public statement, the investigation was a sham. Oh, no. In November 22, WWE touted the conclusion of the special committee investigation into the misconduct. 
Yet the special committee never even bothered to interview Ms. Grant or request any documents despite Ms. Grant's stating that she would cooperate. Hmm. In SEC filings, the company tried to divert any attention away from McMahon's abuse of women by focusing on the technical issue of hush money, of how the hush money was accounted for. In the words of the company, the issue was immaterial accounting errors related to certain payments that Mr. McMahon agreed to make during the period of 2006 to 2022. So he was doing this shit for like 16 years. Through all this trauma, Ms. Grant was had endured profound suffering and silence, feeling of exploitation, loss of security, and fear of facing the wrath of WWE and McMahon's army of attorneys if she would come forward to bring light the egregious acts detailed herein. That time has passed, and Ms. Grant seeks to hold the defendants accountable for their reprehensible and unlawful acts for her own sake and for others. Ms. Grant seeks a declaratory judgment that her NDA is invalid under federal and state laws and asserts claims other laws, including the Trafficking Victims Protection Act. Oh boy. Oh boy, y'all. She is requesting a jury. And this this is gonna be bad. This is gonna be bad. This is gonna be real bad. So I just read the first seven pages of this article, and uh, I'm gonna give y'all one of the stories she gave, just to show y'all how gross this shit is. Is is it's scary? It's it's fucking terrifying, you know. And and what's crazy is I'm not, I'm not surprised. I'm not shocked at all, yo, because this isn't the first time, you know, we've heard stuff about Vince, and there's plenty of other wrestlers who are disgruntled that said just enough to um, make us be able to put the puzzle together. So is this is wild. So it seems like he was a creep to her, and then you know fucking happened, and it just. It was up from there. Um, let's see. So I'm not taking up all y'all time because this this is gonna have to be a multiple part thing because it's it's so much here, y'all. It's literally damn near seventy pages. So let's 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 start from here. McMahon. Let's see. There we go. On about. March 23rd, 2019, Ms. Grant arrived for a meeting in McMahon's condo with additional printed copies of her resume, a black notepad, and thank you cookies because she was trying to get a job. Sitting at his front dining table, McMahon looked at Ms. Grant's resume and complimented both her communication skills and common sense before discussing little but discussing little but their personal lives. For example, Ms. Grant told Mr. McMahon about the hardship that led to the resident manager's offer and described losing her parents, her family's bankruptcy, and other trauma that led to led her to seek financial independence to ensure that she would never experience losing her home again. Yo. McMahon shared stories about his upbringing, his traumatic childhood, growing up in poverty, and current family dynamics include his separation from Linda McMahon, described as his ex and long gone. He added his marital status and their arrangement on paper for business purposes that he lives a quiet, 
isolated existence outside of WWE. Mm. Now, at the end of this meeting, McMahon told Miss Grant that he didn't want to give her a job, but give her a life. And that he would find a place for her at WWE. Stunned, Miss Grant said that she doesn't know how to thank him for possibly just changing my life. McMahon responded that one simple thank you is enough and that he'd accept a hug. They stood and embraced. Yo. So I'm going to pause right there. We're going to stop right there for the day. I'll do uh, the rest of this beginning tomorrow. But we are on page 11. And this is wild. This is, this is wild. So to those who are unsure um, what it is to, to traffic, it's mean traveling, you know, state to state carrying goods. Now, sex travel trafficking is when you bring somebody over in order to have sex with them. And uh, that, that is a criminal offense if, you know, it's not on the up and up if it's somebody underage and shit. So, but anywho, I'm glad y'all tuned into this. This this shit is crazy, man. It's the first 11 pages of this court order, and I'll be doing the second um, set of pages tomorrow. So, y'all stay great. I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. Make sure y'all subscribe and follow for more information with this case, because I will be covering it. I'll let you book. Peace. Can we put your business out in the streets? People be nosy anyway. So if you're interested in promoting your business, brand, platform, or whatever it is that you want people to know about, hit us up. Or if you're interested in just sponsoring an episode or two of the Underground Queens podcast, feel free to email us at the Underground Queens with a Z podcast at gmail.com. Again, that's the Underground Queens podcast at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram at the Underground Queens, or you can even hit us up on Facebook at Underground Queens. We look forward to working with you and helping putting your business out in the streets.